0: Hello and welcome to Music and Film Saves the World podcast. I'm your host Chris Rice and today you'll be listening to the second part, episode two of our Star Wars ranking. So it's myself and Gaz Jones um, going through our favourite Star Wars films. We did 11 till 6 last week and we're doing the top five today. Now, um, we recorded this a while ago, just over a year ago. And um, apologies for a little bit slight echo on my mic. I just bought it. I'm still getting used to it, so that's the reason for that. Also, i like got a little bit confused about our numbering tech, uh, technique uh, <laughs> at the beginning of this uh, this podcast. Um, so um, it was a, the, the way that we did it was that we when we get to the both get to the film in our ranking, we then talk about it. So. I get a little bit confused at the beginning, but Gaz puts me right, no problem. Um, So yes, So I hope you enjoy. In two weeks' time, you'll be hearing our Blur and Oasis um, um, walkthrough. We're going to go through Blur's albums and Oasis albums, talking about our favourites, talking about their significance of the Britpop scene and how they influenced us um, growing up in the 90s. So that will be coming in two weeks. That will be a two-parter. But for now, Episode 2 of the Star Wars ranking. Please enjoy. But yeah, so you had Solo, a Star Wars story at number six. I had yes. it at number nine. So let's get on with your number five.
1: Uh,
2: my number five is The Last Jedi.
0: My number five is The Force Awakens. Mm. So what's your number four? Oh, no, what was it? Right. No, no. Was that your number six, wasn't it?
2: Uh, no, my number six was Solo.
0: Solo my number six was rogue one i don't think i said that so my no my number six was rogue one your number five was the last jedi. last jedi my number five is the force awakens what's your number four uh my number four
2: is a new hope
0: wow we are differing we are differing yeah we are so my number four is the last jedi so okay. what's your number three what's your number three i know-
2: we can talk about Last Jedi because Last Jedi was uh, my number five.
0: Of course, yes. So the Last Jedi and me and the Force Awakens, I was like, oh, am I? Am I? So you had the Last Jedi at number five, mm-hmm. and I've heard. It, so we've got it very close. So I got it at number four. Mm. Um, reason why I have it at number four is because it tries something different. It tries something different. It looks fantastic. It's the best looking Star Wars film. Um, I think it's brilliant. Yeah. I'd have no issue with Luke being no. a, a bit of a jaded, a jaded warrior. Some people have absolute massive issues about that. Even Mark Hamill has ruined, issues with it. I know. Some people think it's ruined their childhood because it's the... <sighs> and all that. It's like... People, people need to chill um, out. Know, to chill I know. Out. I don't have any option. The only issue I have really with The Last Jedi is I, I wish they hadn't killed him off at the end. I think he should have carried, stayed, stayed, stayed and been the one that carried but, on.
2: But I can understand what. But again, taking risks, yeah, I have no issue no, with that. No. Whether I agree with it or not. Yeah. You know, it's, this will. I guarantee, right? When all is said and done,
1: yeah. and
2: the, I don't know if they ever stop making Star Wars films, this will be the only Star Wars film that you can happily say they took risks. Yeah.
1: This is the only
2: do. one. The only one. As amazing as Empire Strikes Back is, and you know, insert Star Wars film here. Yeah. Or TV here. This will be the only one where they went a bit left field, over yeah. there somewhere.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, Half yeah. The road, they're like, yeah. you know, and it's a shame. This, but for me personally, when you take risks, virtually all of them came off for me.
0: Yeah. Mark Cabod has this as his favourite Styles film. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: And I can see I can see uh, why. I can see why.
0: No, I think it's I think um, what holds it back slightly for me is um, I think the the stuff on the casino planet, mm. which is obviously giving Finn something to do. Mm. Um and he's probably a little bit. I actually think he has quite a lot to do with the rise of Skywalker Finn, to be honest. But um, I think in this one he does have less to do, yeah. definitely because. But the focus is on Luke and Ray, and yeah. Kylo Ren exactly. Um, and so, and I think the casino thing does feel slightly prequely. Does feel something that's out of the prequels a little bit, um, but the stuff when the millennium when they're on that salt planet i mean that looks nothing like we've ever seen in star wars that salt planet with the red yeah. underneath nice. and when something Vulcan comes along to save them and it goes through the middle of the caves in the planet and you've got all the red stalactites and all the tie fighters after them and that 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 theme from the original the original film comes in as well um it's amazing. I mean, I can remember sitting in the cinema, especially halfway through, thinking, This is this is brilliant. This is brilliant. Yeah. And I did come out then the second half just I came out, I was like, I'm not sure. But I reckon it's the only Star Wars film where you really don't know how it's gonna end. Yeah. You true. really don't know. No. Yeah, I was in that no. cinema, I was like I I had sort of guessed that Han Solo was gonna not make it at the end of the Force Awakens. Yeah. I had a Quite a strong feeling from Harrison Ford's talk about the character in the past and how he felt what should have happened in Return of the Jedi. So I had a quite strong feeling that in The Force Awakens, harm wasn't going to make it. But in this film, you just didn't know, did you? No. Not at all. And you're like, well, what's Luke up to? That can't of he turns up Luke, and it's like, oh he's cut his hair, and you knew there was yeah, something, something not quite right. Um, exactly. And that's why it's such a shame he doesn't haunt. Kylo Ren in Rise yeah. of Skywalker um, but no it's a, it, it's a great film and I think it's going to be I think it will over over time gain a reputation gain that yeah. reputation back I'd agree with um, that and, and especially people who saw this, this this trilogy was their first trilogy I think The Last Jedi is going to be up there for a lot of people and um, and I think you, you, your, your number five, my number four, I think, is quite uh, a testament to that. We appreciate what yeah. And Ryan Johnson is an absolute quality mm. filmmaker. Oh, he's I amazing. The other films he's done, yeah, he's a quality filmmaker. And mm. as I say, if Lucasfilm should try their best for him to make a trilogy. And I, yeah. I, I do think it's a slight shame that he wasn't given what yeah. well,
2: to, I mean, to bring it, it home. He, the throne room fight in this.
0: Oh, oh yeah,
2: God, amazing. incredible! Headback oh, it looks drops. unbelievable. Yeah, and you know, I like you said, it's the best shot.
0: Yeah. Of,
2: of the the third trilogy uh,
0: by, yeah.
2: by far, by far, it might um, be the
0: best looking of them all. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, I agree style. with that.
2: I'd agree with that, and I love. Um, That final scene, which again, when I, what I was talking about earlier in terms of fan service with Rise of Skywalker.
1: Yeah. That
2: final yeah. scene you see with that kid. Yeah. And he reaches yeah. out, the broom comes yeah. into his hand. It was like, yeah. the force is spreading. You know, there are other people out there yeah, with the force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was never followed up.
0: Uh, and I was yeah. so, oh,
2: I couldn't believe it.
0: I couldn't believe it. That there was, might be followed up in a TV series. Yeah. But, yeah, I know I, what you mean.
2: I, you know... It really upset it it, it. it 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 genuinely does upset me that this is the Star Wars film that provokes the most kind of anger and vitriol yeah. in terms of reaction. So yeah. that you know that's kind of resulted in the fact of this being retconned. I mean, yeah. it was retconned. Yeah. It, was, yeah. it just was. The you know, only it was the like, only. It was no longer a trilogy. It was uh, a a kind of part one and part two. There was no. Episode eight, almost. the
0: only thing that was picked up from this in the next one was um, Poe mentions, um, I think it's to the, to, I can't remember the character. When they're on that planet and he's, he come, they're on that planet to try and get the information from 3PO. Yeah. And there's that female character. He mentions about they were on this planet and no one came. And she said, well, there are people that come. And so it does sort of repeat the theme that this time people do come, you know, at the end yeah. of Rise of Skywalker. So yeah. it does do that. She does. She does get the information for the Wayfinders from the books that she took from the island, yeah, uh, planet. Uh, but apart from, and also a little bit of what Luke says how he was wrong, etc. Well, we, so it does a little bit. But you're right. I mean, it's, and that's the problem with it's feeling like the trilogy wasn't thought out from the very beginning, yeah. and um, and that's the problem with that trilogy. But. My my annoyance, like you were saying about the Star Wars fans, is the Force Awakens came out to this fanfare. Everybody loved it, and then people started saying, "Well, it's a re- it's a remake of the original." It's a remake of the original. He mm-hmm. went, "All right, okay, I don't necessarily think it is, but okay." And then people do. Last year, comes and does something different. Not a remake of anything. It's not a remake of the Empire Strikes Back. Oh, it's too different. It, it's yep. it's you know what yep. we've done with Luke. I don't agree with. Then rise of skywalker comes out tries to be all fan servicey and everybody says well you've retconned everything and you're now you're doing too much fan service
1: yeah
0: that's what in my opinion why you're never going to uh, there's a certain amount of fans that you're never going to please that's why you have to go off and do the film you want to make
2: yeah of course I i completely agree and, and I Because I, I you never, had done,
0: uh, all of those three films, everybody's not agree, don't like for some reason now because of all these reasons. When you try something different, people don't like it. Then when you do the same thing, people don't like it. Yeah. So what do you want to do? Well, <laughs> don't see, it's,
2: I don't know. It's blimey. It's I mean now it's it's a thankless it's a thankless job. Yeah. It's a thankless well, task. Being be, even being associated with the Star Wars movies I, now it seems I don't know. But,
0: well, social media doesn't help. Does yeah, well, of course, uh, of course
2: it doesn't because, you know, everyone's got a voice. Everyone's got a faceless yeah. voice. But it almost seems to me now that there is nothing as uncool as a Star Wars film. TV shows, fine. Yeah. No, there is nothing as uncool. It's almost like a poison chalice. Yeah. That ever since the um, The Rise of Skywalker came out, most of the actors and actresses, have either completely distanced, distanced themselves away from that trilogy yeah. or they've come out with everything that was wrong with not just the yeah, films, yeah. behind-the-scenes stuff and everything. Yeah. And it's like, wow, okay. okay. Well,
0: John Byager actually um, stood up for J.J. Abrams and said mm. that he had a task to do. and he, yeah, had he did. Yeah, yeah, no, and, I completely and, agree. Yeah, so, completely so agree. you know, he was told he had to do something different from what Colin Trevorrow was doing. He had, you know, so I don't know why everybody's... You know, going going on at him. Um, I think the only one that's still slightly positive, even though she said, you know, the thing about her being Ray re- being related to the Emperor was only happened as they were doing the script. Uh, they did think about her being nothing still, or related to Obi wan was another yeah. was another yeah. one. Um, but she's still quite positive about it because um, I wouldn't be surprised if Daisy Ridley does come back at some stage.
2: I'd be very I'd be very surprised, mate.
0: Look, I, if you if if Ryan yeah, Johnson right. made a seven eight made a and and he wanted to have Daisy Ridley be the main star, building a Jedi school, all that type of thing, mm. I'd be I wouldn't be surprised if she turns up if she comes back, mm. but we'll see. Well, only time will tell. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> but, like I said before, everyone has their price. Just keep uh, putting uh, yeah, on putting zeros on. So I say uh, yes. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's right. <laughs> Right, it all depends on how a career carries on. It's with all of the, the actors, yeah. isn't it? You know, yeah, exactly. um, I mean, Mark Hamill's had a resurgence of doing things since, since <laughs> Force Awakens. Oh, uh, yes, isn't he? Yeah. He's doing more exactly. things and stuff. Yeah. And stuff. yeah. Um, right, then. So that was your number five. five. My number four. So have we had your number four yet? Uh,
2: my number four is A New Hope.
0: Okay, so my number four was The Last Jedi. So what's your number three?
2: My number three is The Force Awakens.
0: Okay, so that was my number five. So you, okay. I, I think you've a, there's a couple of, a couple of quite um,
1: yeah.
0: contrasting. Mm-hmm. You said you were just going to surprise me with some of this because mm-hmm. it starts started off quite similar, and now yeah, you do like the sequel trilogy, didn't you? When it, when uh, yeah. Back, yeah, When I saw this, the first full length trailer, which I think was the yeah. third trailer, that yeah. enhanced Han yeah. I mean,
2: yeah. I just yeah, I did cry. I
0: genuinely, I it, be yeah. emotional just even yeah. thinking about it. When yeah, it first, yeah. and uh, yeah. I yeah. love. I mean, I've got it. I, that in the last Jedi for me was very close. I was like, ah, yeah. uh, but the sheer exuberance of that Force Awakens film. I don't yeah. think it's yeah. that much of a remake of a new hope. It has the same I beats, but right? they wanted to make a. A, brat, a Star a Star Star Wars film, yep. the, the yep. first one in ten years, the sequel to Return of the Jedi, which was thirty-two years before it. Um, and I, I, I saw it in the cinema three times because I always yeah. go and try to see Star Films a few times at the cinema, yeah. every time I loved it. It's yeah. so enjoyable, yeah. and yeah. it makes you makes you think back. It takes you right back to that feel of the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. asking you questions um it's a shame that you don't see luke Lear, and han together mm-hmm. in it it's mm-hmm. a shame but that's for me actually is the only real complaint i have about this film i really enjoy it
2: was, you know th- there's a reason that i prefer uh, for, for all the positives i've just given last jedi that we've both given the last yeah. jedi you know yeah, there's a word that you use just then, exuberance. You know, f- from knowing a few years before this film came out that there, w- you know, that there were going to be more Star Wars films, and then that you know, the first when the trailer started coming about and the whole kind of PR machine started winding up. Yeah, the second or third trailer, I. Um, I can't remember. I, I, at the time, I was I was still a chef,
1: yeah.
2: And uh, I was on an early chef that day when the trailer came out, and I remember just starting to get all the breakfast stuff prepped. <laughs> and I had you know my phone start going, bzz, 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 you know, YouTube notifications. The trailer yeah. is online,
1: yeah.
2: and I remember putting it on, and literally, you know. Even now when I'm talking about it, I'm just smiling and and the hairs are standing up because it it hits all those receptors that you haven't, you know, that those, it's beyond nostalgia. It's, it's beyond everything really, you know, those immediate receptors, the the familiarity and when it gets to the line, Chewy, we're home. Literally, I, I did, I welled up. Yeah. And I, I I was I was welling up and then the uh, the guy who used to do the pot washing just turned up. He'd just come into the kitchen, he was like, You are right, mate? And I was like I was like i, I not talk. I couldn't even talk. I was like, It's a Star Wars training.'" And he was like it, it you know, he was like oh yeah and I was like no nah, you know I was like mate, was what I showed not I I was sh- I sh- Yes, it was, yeah. 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 Um, very different kind of style to the first trailer.
0: Yeah, the first one sort of showed BB-8, and it yeah. showed Kylo Ren igniting that sort of an, an unusual lightsaber. It always goes down well. There's a different type of lightsaber. And then it suddenly showed the millennium falcon and i i I, I predicted it because my my mate was so my mate was so sort of cynical about disney taking it and i said i tell you what that first trailer they'll show the millennium falcon do something and you'll be with it you'll be on it
2: (laughs) it's the star wars fanfare when you know again it's the familiarity they they don't bring in the music until you see the millennium falcon
1: it's that
0: third trailer which was the one that came out i think probably october before the film came out in december when when han solo looks at ray and finn and goes "It's all true the oh, jedi yeah. and and i was like oh my god this it's is like, so that's, incredible. that's that's when i was and i think that was the best marketing campaign disney have done for oh all the my films god, the best trailers far. it was the best genius build up um i thought i thought the rise of skywalker was actually a little bit flat um but i thought that this was Absolutely brilliant because they. I mean, I think the first trailer came out about a year before the film came it is, out. it's a long Then the, the it, it, next yeah. one, this one came out around Easter time. You know, so you still got months before the trailer. Then that that third and last one was the October, sort of couple of months before. But that was amazing, and and I, I I thoroughly enjoyed that film. It's got everything in it that you, you want in it. You um, want from
1: a Star Wars film. Harrison,
0: Did- Harrison Ford actually and, and somebody i read it somewhere harrison ford is acting like he wants to be there
2: yeah that's the thing that's yeah. the thing uh, but,
0: uh, which, you know, like, which arguably had been for, not just for films for the last 10 15 God knows years, how many years yeah. arguably even in these the fourth indiana jones film Um, But Force Awakens and Blade Runner 2049 feels like the old Harrison Ford. Yeah, it does, it does. And I'm hoping that Indiana Jones 5, he'll be like it again. mm,
2: mm. It it was, you know, it wasn't just that thing of getting the band back together with with Luke, Leia and Han. It was the strong new characters. Yeah. You know... Um, John Boyega, Daisy Ridley, um, yeah. and especially uh, Adam Driver. Yeah,
1: my oh, yeah. goodness yeah. me. Yeah, you know
2: the, the way he played. The way he played a conflicted, um, Sith.
0: Yeah, you know. Yeah, it was it's very different from Darth the- Vader because Darth Vader was always very calm. Darth doesn't really lose his temper no, if you notice. No, he no. does. It's like tantrum. Yeah. The temper. Yeah. But um, it was genuine from Darth. It was just—it
2: was the acting was kind of next yeah, level. Yeah, with the, you know, yeah, they yeah. they did a very sensible thing that, kind of like the original trilogy, they got three unknowns yeah. to play the three main roles, yeah. and they were cast yeah. so well.
1: Yeah,
2: so. Yeah.
0: And Oscar no. Isaac probably is the one that gets the less to do because he's he's not in it for the whole middle section of film. Yeah, the thing, but, yeah, true. But yes, well, he, he, they give him more to do in the def, uh, the next two. He does. Yeah, can't no, know. I mean, it? It? It, you, know, you can't argue he doesn't do. He's, no, no, he's exactly. Well adopted, so, and, you know, um, BB8,
2: yeah. genius, very yeah. very funny. Yeah, very funny but look, there are also genuinely funny gags in this film yeah
1: um yeah.
2: you know and there also feels like after the whole green screen stuff that i yeah. was talking about earlier with the original trilogy with this film it feels there's genuine heft
1: yeah it
2: feels very real this yeah. film very real
1: yeah.
2: yeah like it was actually filmed um, on location
1: yeah
2: yeah all this kind of there's and a certain kind of i don't know vintageness yeah you know a lot, like you know the x-wing fighters look worn and old yeah
1: yeah, yeah. Stuff.
0: yeah. And I,
2: I i loved I, I i think i ended up going to see this film in the cinema at least half a dozen times yeah
0: it's just I, really I, I really enjoy it still and I, yeah, I, no, I, I, I you know people people who you know yeah there's a few beats that's repeating but i think it's almost intentional of to make it, it feel like Star of Wars, it and was. Of it and was. Yeah. Um, I don't have an issue with that. I mean, there's no. so many films that do that time and time again, mm. and we had never had a sequel to Return of the Jedi, so it's not as if it's a uh, that common it, at the time. Having a Star Wars film wasn't a common thing because <laughs> we hadn't had one for ten years. So, yeah. Exactly. yeah um, but, uh, no, I enjoy The Force Awakens, and uh, I can quite understand why that's as high on your list as it is. And as I say, that in The Last Jedi, I was. The scales were going either side, yeah. and they might change again next time I watch them. I think I kept yeah. the last year higher just because of what different things it does. Yeah. But um,
2: Force okay. Awakens, Force, for Sorry, um, yeah, Force Awakens is that high on my list because of the the feelings it gave me.
0: Yeah,
2: so just yeah, simple as that.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, that Force Awakens was number three, was it? Yeah yeah okay so let's go to your so i've still got four to 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 talk about so as i say we're really what's your number two uh my number
2: two is empire strikes back
0: wow so i don't think i've told you my number three so my number three is return of the jedi okay my number two is the empire strikes back so You're number one, so we've spent let's talk about Return of the Jedi. Let's talk about yeah, Return of the Jedi because you, Return you've got that Jedi. quite low down, and I've still got it at number three. Yeah. So, are you I'm going to good. label Ewoks at me? <laughs>
1: really yeah. low
0: down. The, for-
2: the force is strong <laughs> with this one. You know me so well, Chris. Yeah, it's, it's Ewoks. Um, it's the fact that. Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher didn't really look like they wanted to be there. It's the no. fact that Boba Fett is killed in the first 20 minutes in a pretty rubbish way.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, I was never a massive fan of the Jabba sequence. I don't You've know chosen, why. It goes, I
0: actually timed yeah, that. I actually timed long, that this week it's because it's, it's, 40 yeah. it's 40 minutes. Yeah. minutes. So yeah, I've always loved the Jabba sequence.
2: <laughs> uh, I, I like the bit when it goes out to the Sarlacc pit. Oh, yeah, pit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's cool. I, I'm just talking, you know, the, the first kind of, sort of 20, 25 minutes.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, I was, ne- I was never a fan of the Ewoks. Like, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen um, Kevin Smith's first film, uh, a film called Clerks. Yeah.
1: Um,
2: there's an amazing sequence in it when they're talking about which is the best Star Wars film. Yeah.
1: Because
2: yeah. uh, obviously back then it was just a, it was just a top three. Really? That was it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And yeah. you know he he said Empire because Empire had the better ending. Or all Jedi had was a bunch of muppets.
0: <laughs> well, I think I think Return of the Jedi definitely has the early seeds of what the prequels will become. Yes, true. true. Of the Ewoks, um, yeah. and I yeah. think I think so. I, I think that's that's right. But I think at the time it doesn't. I mean, you know, when I was a kid, this was my favorite Star Wars. Movie. You know, I, thought, just, I thought the last. The last forty-five minutes is awesome, and that was the fir- one of the first films that had all these first action films that had multiple things going on at the same time, which happens all the time now. You're just you're just used to it by now. Yeah. But at the time, it had Luke battling the Emperor and Vader. You had the stuff going on on indoor. And you have the stuff going on in the space, and you, all of it's going on at the same time. And I can remember going to see this in cinema with my my mum. So, and I saw it when it came out. I, I think it came out Christmas eighty three. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, where uh, because we used to take a while for us to get films. Um, but um, this the end of the sequence is still one of the best space battles. Out there, it's still exciting. There's still loads of things going on. The special effects and model work is amazing. Yes, and right. the camera work and and I understand what people say. I mean, obviously, probably because of that 40 minute sequence, which almost like ends the Empire Strikes Back in some respects.
1: Yeah.
0: It I don't think I never feel Return of the Jedi feels rushed, but oh. because of that sequence, you are having to focus on Luke and Vader. Yeah. And that's why um, Han Solo and Princess Leia get pushed aside and I know that's why Harrison Ford probably wanted Han to make a sacrifice at the end and that would have made yeah. sense but yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. I mean I've read somewhere that Gary Kurtz who was the original producer of A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back he mm. was going to produce Return of the Jedi but he fell out with Lucas a little yeah, he bit did. Yeah. because Lucas's original idea for Return of the Jedi was that Luke and Leia were not going to be brother and sister he finds out he's got a sister, but they don't know where his sister is. Mm. So it ended with, um, I don't know if it ended with Han making a sacrifice. I still don't think it did. But it ended with Luke defeating Vader, the Empire defeated, and Luke going off to set up a new Jedi order and to find his sister. Mm. So Leia was there, but not his sister. And that was an original idea and it was going to be a more of a downbeat ending. And then Lucas was going to continue it later on in the eighties. Yeah. That was the original idea. But then Lucas then did an about face, wanted to make it a happier ending, seal it all off. I, I probably got tired of making them. So then he got a different producer in blah, blah, blah. Um, and so Luke and Leah become sister, brother and sister was never originally a plan. And, and you can sort of tell that by what happens in the previous two films. It was decided by Return of the Jedi. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I know that we, I know the, we, you know, we've just been criticising the sequel trilogy for not having a plan. So it does go to show that they did used to do that back then, even with <laughs> one person. Doing, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I yeah. do think the prequel trilogy and this trilogy do have a more of a, a definite plan of what's going to happen in all three films. Than the sequel trilogy that's that's the main failing of the sequel trilogy really um but there's so much stuff in here i love i still love to speak by chase speaker bike chase still looks good the sound of that is amazing no music all the sound design of that luke's green lightsaber that the, mark hamill's performance is really good it's so different from the previous two films he's much more calmer and he's like that sort of jedi whereas he's he's not that person that he was in a new hope anymore um the sort of conflict that vader has and to say and that's why the him turning good vader doesn't necessarily turn good he saves luke because he's his son and that's the best to turn around from him and kylo ren kylo ren more or less turns is looking like he's, i don't think he's gone to save ray he's gone to, because he's now good all of a sudden yeah, he's now exactly. become ben so where yeah. it was, Fader is not going suddenly going oh yeah I'm going to join the rebellion I'm going to be a good guy now he is saving he's saying he killed the emperor to save his son that's a different thing and that makes it more realistic to me I, it, it feels better I always feel because whatever happens Darth Vader has just gone too far he's never going to be part of the rebellion he can't be because of what mm. he's done
1: mm.
0: and I always feel that with Kylo Ren as well but um and that's obviously why they had to kill him off because there's no way Ray's going to bring Ben Solo back down to the to the resistance going. Oh, here he is. He's a good <laughs> yeah, guy now. Yeah. Everyone go all right. <laughs> so um, but um, yeah, so I love return of the jedi. I always have done. I I when I was looking at this I was like ah, and I'm thinking, if somebody put the last jedi and return of the jedi in front of me, what would I watch? And I thought oh, I would watch return of the jedi. <laughs> <laughs> i just love that battle at the end the ewoks don't bother me too much maybe because they didn't bother me at the time so mm. they don't bother me now i think you got that sort of um thing i mean they're not really enough to really bother me too much but and they have that sort of vietnam sort of parallel don't they that's the idea a little bit of it don't yeah. they? The sort of primitives against the technology type yeah. of uh, idea so um but no, I love Return of the Jedi. Always have done. Used to be my favourite Star Wars film when mm-hmm. I was a kid. I can remember, I remember someone lending us a pirate version of it <laughs> on video.
2: Those were
0: the days. And it was being recorded in the cinema. I it not not a bad copy, to be honest. Yeah. And I'm so excited watching it. And we, 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 found, um, we found a place in Huntingdon, which was Robinson's, that had lots of Betamax pre-recorded videos to rent one of the only places it still did and they had loads and all the new ones and everything but the times we rented out return of the job, <laughs> <laughs> just get renting it out again and again um yeah. it was almost like they were renting it from us <laughs> um and we again and again um we did and yeah so but yeah, so you've, you've had, it, you had it... What number did you have, Returns the uh, end? Number eight, mate. Number
2: uh, eight.
0: Number eight. So you're, you've got that just above the prequels, which actually makes sense in some respects when i mm. said that it's probably, it has the early seeds of what the prequels would become.
2: Yeah, true. You know, kind of gives um, evidence to when Lucas said that his film, you know, Star Wars films are kids' movies.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: This was... Looking back objectively, this was kind of the first one that was kind of aimed more at children in terms of, I don't know. Sometimes I think that the Ewoks were shoehorned in because of the maybe the the merchandising possibilities,
0: yeah.
2: And maybe he was already thinking that you know Ewoks cartoons, Ewoks yeah. films, which obviously yeah. both yeah. in the late eighties, um, as a way of continuing, you know, raking in that
1: star wars yeah, cash yeah. for him yeah
2: um i I've, i was never a massive fan certainly as a grown-up of of the direction i think the direction of the film isn't great no
0: um just very a british tv director wasn't yeah he? it was well, he, had, he did direct jagged edge with um, i think it was jagged edge it was like yeah. a. he directed a film with uh Jeff Bridges and Glenn Close in. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember 80s. his name. Richard, Richard, Richard Markland. Yeah, Richard yeah, Markland.
2: It was very kind of. Yeah, you could tell he was. You know that he'd cut his teeth with.
0: Yeah.
2: TV. It was. It was just a little bit uninspired
0: for me. When think, he worked in London, when my dad worked in London, he was a client of a dad's. Oh really? Yeah. Wow!
2: I never knew that. <laughs> That's
0: he, di- he died at a very young age, actually.
2: Mm, mm, yeah, I knew, yeah, I knew that. I yeah. mean, it,
0: but I, you know, I think a lot of the time Lucas was directing it. I think it was... Yeah,
2: I think so, yeah. I think, I, Mark, I do think, I so. think
0: Richard Mark. I don't think he was a bad director at all, but I think he, he sort of needed the guidance of doing such a big special effects yeah. yeah. Film. I don't
2: know why they kind of picked him. I don't know if it was because, yeah, like you said, Lucas was directing it by proxy, mm-hmm. and they needed someone... To, 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 uh, but you
0: know, from going, they needed someone British, I think, is part of the the problem. He wanted Steven Spielberg, and Steven Spielberg was his first choice. But because of, in those, because um, it didn't matter so much with The New Hope because Lucas did it himself, but because he wasn't put in the directed by at the beginning of his films, Yeah. yeah, he got into trouble. So in The Empire Strikes Back, he didn't put. You know, because all the credits used to be at the beginning.
1: Yeah. So
0: the Empire Strikes Back didn't put, he got into trouble with the whatever guild they have in America. Yeah.
2: yeah so
0: and he was like, no, no, this is, you know, like, this is how I want to present this film. And I don't think the director had an issue, but. So when he did the third one and he started to say, well, Steven Spielberg, they were saying, no, no, you can't use anyone who's part of our guild. And I think David Lynch, he wanted to use. <laughs> that yeah, would have yeah, been yeah. crazy. Cool.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. all about taking <laughs> risks.
0: He got to the stage, where he either directed it himself or found so had to find a British director because they're not part of the American Guild. Of exactly. so, I, that, that thing's changed because obviously nobody puts their credits at the beginning these days. Okay. Um, but at the time, it was an issue. So I think that's one of the reasons why Richard Markham was chosen. Um, I think he'd, 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 enjoy, he'd liked his tea, some of the work that he'd presented to him. I think Richard Mark has done some student films and some indie films, and Lucas coming from that background, which we people forget about, he yeah. came from that background, yeah, he did. He did. enjoyed them, and thought, right, but I think he needed a lot of help from Lucas, just because of the ambition and scale of the film. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it wraps up the trilogy. If you're going to be one of those people who doesn't don't feel the, say the prequel trilogy don't exist. It says the sequel trilogy doesn't exist because some people do. That original trilogy, it's a, it was wrapped up. Yeah, really it's
2: well. got a, a start, all a middle, and an
0: end. Yeah. yeah, all the loose ends are tied up. Everything is wrapped up really well. Yeah. I was always quite happy that my favourite franchise had three films. That was it. They weren't like Star Trek; they were making endless, endless films that weren't that great. I've never been massive on Star Trek anyway, but Star Wars had those three films, wraps it up nicely. I was quite happy with that. Um, I always felt a bit weird. It said episodes four, five and six, but there you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah. Um, but, but I understand where you're coming from, Return of the Jedi. And a lot of people have the same things, but I do, I do think that it does, does wrap up everything really well. So... And that last section is brilliant. It's amazing. Um, and still holds up really well. Saying yeah. it's a film that's approaching 40 years old in a couple of years. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So that was your number eight. It My was, number yes. three. So your number two was
2: Empire Strikes Back.
0: Making your number one Rogue One, I'm going to say, isn't it? Correct. Okay, so how are we going to do this? So right, so. Um,
2: we talk about a, well, what, what was your number three?
0: My number three was Return of *The Jedi*. My number two is *Empire Strikes Back*. So my number one's *A New Hope*.
2: Okay, well let's talk about *Empire Strikes Back* then.
1: Yes.
0: So *Empire Strikes Back*. To be honest, Gareth, there's not much we we need to say about that. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> try the and best
2: find something to, to been talk to about. Say, been it's, to it's,
0: it's, it's the best. It's one of the best, if not the best, sequel of all time. Um, It takes it takes Star Wars off to a complete, totally different from A New Hope. Um, You know the the acting's pretty good in it. Some of the 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 step up in quality in terms of the um, uh, special effects and the way they can suddenly make the falcon fly around, do flips, fly over things. Um, I mean the revelation of Darth Vader. If you've never seen it before, I mean I I always knew because I saw them in Out of Order. And I think I found out for people at school. I never not knew that Darth Vader was Luke's father. I can't remember not knowing that. I I didn't find out for Empire Strikes Back anyway. So because I I saw them out of order, I saw yeah, I saw Jedi uh, Jedi first, and then Empire Strikes Back. I saw when it came out on video. I think I saw that. Um, So, um, but it's an amazing film, isn't it? Oh yes,
2: it's incredible. It's incredible. Everyone seems comfortable in their role, in terms of you know the the main three characters, yeah. um, all still up for it in this yeah. film. Yeah,
0: yeah. Zips along, of yeah, yeah. Zips
2: along. It's got, you know some amazing set pieces. You know the whole, you know the first time you see you see the the uh, Imperial Walkers on Hoth.
0: Yeah, My, yeah. Oh, oh, you you know, won that
2: toy? Yeah. You yeah. I see. figures, I figures, figures right? You know, I, I've since. Seen them, and I've actually played with a uh, an Imperial Walker toy as an adult. Yeah. And yeah. it's they're rubbish, they never used to stand up.
0: No, so,
1: know.
0: You know, I we had bought I... one for a pound in a jumble sale, really. So we had one, yes. So we bought one and a, a jumble sale for a pound, it didn't have hardly any of the stuff on it. And it used to sit in my brother's room, <laughs> it just used to fall over all the time. It was so big, he didn't know where to put it. He's yeah. just fall over. We got rid of it, but we haven't got it anymore, we got rid of it. That was yeah, the only yeah. Star Wars thing we got rid of, I think, yeah. because it, 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 it was it was partly broken. It wasn't really uh, didn't have any stuff with it, so nah.
2: it, you know, but it's just so so iconic. Um, and you know, seeing Luke going to Dagobah, hooking up with Yoda,
1: yeah, learning yeah.
2: the the force. That whole training sequence is wonderful. Yeah, um, I I love you know. The kind of more kind of planets that you, you you see in this film compared to A New Hope. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, I always love the Cloud City. The Cloud City bit is my favourite part of this film. Yeah,
0: it's great.
2: Um, you know, Han getting frozen in carbonite. I love the way it ends with so much uncertainty. Yeah,
0: it's great. Yeah, I
2: think uh, and again um, that was again that was probably a risk at the time.
0: Yeah, it was. Oh, it was massive. A massive you know? risk. This one was. Um, I, and I think we said The Last Jedi was risky. I think at the time, this definitely was. Yeah,
1: this I think
0: so. Because, um, I mean, obviously there had been sequels, but I don't think there ever had been a a sequel with this amount of expectation oh, to it. Oh, God, no.
1: God, no. Oh. Um,
0: you know, we were at the age where sequels weren't so common. Yes, we'd had Godfather 2, we'd had Jaws 2. Jaws 2, yeah. we had Rocky 2. But, you know, you'd brought back the whole of the cast back. Mm. I made it you know, bigger. It wasn't sort of like, yeah, it make bigger. bigger bring big the story film. on. Um, yeah. It was. It's. I don't think you realised at the time actually how dark it was until you were younger. But it, it, no, it is, it's and, dark. and it also when you're younger, it's always always was, was my least favourite of the three because. It just wasn't that sort of happy. <laughs> so. But it's still got a lot of humour in it. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it it just, it's just that balance really well. Mark Hamill's really good in it.
1: He's great
0: right um, And, yeah, I mean, it's got a, a fantastic ending. The score is unbelievable. It is John Williams. If you think about it, he did 70, 75, he did Jaws. 77, he did the original Star Wars. He did Superman in 78. He did... This in '80, he did Raiders of the Lost Ark in '81, and he did ET in '82. I mean, if that isn't and, a run and, of and, scores, yeah, yeah, uh, it, yeah. But this score is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It's probably one of his best scores. It's the best Star Wars score. Um, a couple of years ago, when we were allowed to go out to places in 2019, <laughs> remember that? Uh, Je- Jenny and I went to see this at the Royal Albert Hall with a live orchestra. Wonderful. So they projected it onto a big screen, and they had an orchestra playing. It was the Empire Strikes Back. Um, Amazing! The score is unbelievable. I've got, I've got the record of it. It is, it is an incredible score. It's an incredible film. One of my favourite films of all time, Mm. without question. Um, And um, yeah, I absolutely, I absolutely love it. And um, and every time I watch it, I always just go, whoever I'm watching it with. If I watch it with someone, I go, that film's brilliant. (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
1: that yeah,
0: films are pretty- brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. And as I say, there's not much more you can say about it, is there really.
2: No, no, no.
0: Right. So, what should we talk about now? So, we've got Rogue One and A New Hope to talk about.
2: Uh, let's talk about A New Hope.
0: Okay, let's talk about A New Hope. So, this is my number one, and and you've got it. You've got it way down.
2: <laughs> uh, well, well, it's number four. Yeah,
0: <laughs> way down. Way <laughs> down Weed out down at oh, four. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's out of this. The Empire Strikes Back for me, but mm-hmm. this one just because it's the original, that's why it's the number one. I, mm. I can't. I can hardly separate the two, to be honest. Mm. But I quite like. It feels like an indie film. It feels like a seventies film. It does. It does. It's got something it, to And I quite like that type of. It feels like it's just it's, it's been put together on the seat of their pants. I quite like yeah. that. I, yeah. that I, like it. Um, I don't have a major issue with all the additions they've done to it. Um, I don't. Have, some people have a lot of problems with it. I don't have that much of a problem with it. Um It looks a bit. The problem is with those special effects, they look dated. That's almost the major problem with it now. Because they were done in the late 90s. That that CGI looks like it needs updating. And they did do that with Jabba. Um, They did it for the Blu ray release. They updated the Jabba special effects to make him look better and more like Jabba. Because once again, he didn't look much like Jabba. He looked
1: like a slim down
0: Jabba. He looked like a
1: slug. (laughs)
2: He's on a diet.
0: Yeah, yet again, <laughs> George,
2: George just couldn't leave it be. Couldn't leave, no.
0: it be. couldn't leave it be. A lot of people have been... Sh- I, I agree. I think Han should have just... Sh- I don't think Greedo should have shut first. But once again, you can't get too bogged down and all that because you're getting into the realms of being a disgruntled Star Wars fan. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I never yeah. want to be that. know, I'd like to think that neither of us have come across that way in this podcast. No,
0: I don't we're think just, so. I don't want just, to be. We want. We want to show how much we love it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's and a rare, the
2: there's a, there's a rare thing showing how much yeah. you love
0: Star Wars <laughs> and, films. And, since at, and at the end of the day, it's not taken away from the enjoyment of the film. It doesn't. I mean, how how does it? The film's still in place. It still does the same thing. Here's them extra special effects and one extra scene, which was always filmed anyway. Um, I you know I don't have an issue. I mean, there's no doubt that if you what if you watch. I mean, you know, it's difficult to get hold of, I know, but if you watch the versions without the special effects in it, special yeah. effects do look dated. There's no there's yes, no they doubt do. about it. They yeah. do. I mean, the, the, the yeah. X-Wings do fly very static. Yeah. Um, you know, there is a, a Vaseline smear on the camera, so they take off the, cause yeah. they take off yeah, the wheels yeah. of the sand speed. They've had to put Vaseline on the lens. Mm-hmm. They, yeah.
1: that,
0: you know, it does look dated, so...
2: Yeah it it does it look, you, you you said it earlier that it kind of looks like an indie film. Yeah. And I, I love that about it that it's 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 trying to reach a level where it wants to be kind of up here and it and it's just within like a fingertips grasp and yeah. it's not quite there but
1: yeah.
2: they they're trying so hard like you said yeah, by yeah. the seat of their pants man you know yeah, yeah. George suffered I mean I read this book years ago it was called Empire Building. Yeah. It was all about the creation, or like, like the sort of five to ten years before A New Hope came out, and the yeah. you know the you know Lucas making American Graffiti, yeah, and yeah. then going to the studio going right, well, I've got this idea for this kind of Flash Gordony. Yeah, kind of like so that's what he
0: wanted to make. He wanted to make Flash Gordon, didn't he? Yeah,
2: he wanted. Yeah, you know, you know, with his character called Luke Starkiller and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, and how he kept on having to go cap in hand to the studio for more money. He was showing the studio, the footage he had, and because they hadn't done any of the special effects stuff, he was intercutting it with, with scenes from the battle of Britain films and stuff like this, <laughs> for the dogfight scenes. And it seems so, <coughs> excuse me, it seems so kind of di- almost DIY this film. Yeah. So kind of, uh, you know, Almost blue Peter, and it's kind of innocent, sticky back plastic make do. You know, without like you said, the
0: effects were so good though. Yeah, yeah, he he
2: was making this stuff up as he went along because
0: no special
2: effects have been done like this.
0: Uh, I think people forget how influential this film is because if you if you go if you lead up to films before nineteen seventy seven. And Jaws is a little bit like that. So Jaws is probably a little bit of an exception, but even so, a lot of films of early 70s are very dark, very bleak. Um, A lot of these new directors come out disillusioned with America, disillusioned because of Vietnam.
2: It was the death of the American dream and Vietnam. Jaws is a
0: happy-go-lucky film. It was a massive blockbuster. Brilliant film. It's not a happy-go-lucky film. Um, So this comes along, and... I still think this is where we still are today because of this film. Yeah. I don't yeah. think it's really ch- It's changed in terms of um, technology and it's termed in the changed in the way that people demand a bit more complex storytelling from their blockbusters. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying Wars doesn't have that. I think it, I think especially Empire Strikes Back, it does. But um, it completely changed what films were like. Right. After that, and the bleakness obviously, you do get bleak films, you do get depressed, but they these films were hits. These, yeah. you know, Taxi Driver were big hits. Exorcist yep. was the French. biggest for that year, you French know, Connection stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, but it. Oscar completely films. changed. This completely changed Changed the bar, and Spielberg did as well. I mean, you know, they this you was can the start, plot though. it, you know, yeah, you this can plot it, but this was one, and I can remember. I did a bit of research. So the first time it was ever shown on ITV in the UK, mm. which was was uh, October nineteen eighty two. That was the first time it was ever shown on TV.
2: That's crazy. So, That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so that was, I've worked out. I think that was the first time I ever saw it. So it was, right. and it was, and it was shown on a Sunday night. Mm. eight till ten i've looked at i've looked it all up eight till <laughs> ten sunday nights it was a school night we hadn't long started school so we would have been in yeah. our very first or what was now reception year of yeah. infant school first yeah. year of school um and i didn't really know anything about star Wars. my mum said oh there's a film on tonight i'm gonna let you stay up and watch because i think you like you'll like it i don't think she'd seen it before but it was so hyped that this was on telly and i can remember my dad We was in our first house in village i'm from sorcery and i can remember my dad was decorating he was decorating the dining room so he was in there decorating and i sat on my mum's lap on the floor and we obviously we probably had about a 24 inch if not smaller tv 20 inch yeah. tv and that spaceship comes over <laughs> yeah. and just i was that was it that was the moment yeah, that was it. I was absolutely sold. from, And I even thought it was filmed in space. It just looked so good at the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the opening
2: scene still stands up, though. Oh, it's still amazing. It's still wonderful. Yeah,
0: yeah, you, know, yeah. and,
2: you know, seeing seeing it in the cinema when they kept, was it, 97, when yeah. the reissues came out, the special editions. It was incredible. And it still stands up. Yeah. I think the opening scene, that, that think, spaceship that literally goes on forever. It's yeah. like, how long is this spaceship? Oh.
0: Lucas and Spielberg could do this thing where, and a lot of blockbusters do it now. And I, I always think it's the right thing to do actually. Is they put, James Bond films do it as well. They put you straight in the action. Yeah. You like, you're always like interrupting an adventure yeah. straight yeah. off. Yeah. Indiana Jones does it. James Bond does it. A lot yeah. of modern blockbusters do it. Okay. And this is actually a little bit of the mistake that the prequels made, especially phantom and *Attack of the Clones*. *Revenge of the Sith* does it very well. Actually, yeah. it starts yeah. you bang on and it gets mm-hmm. you sold into it straight away. Yeah. You, you want to watch. It, you want to see what's happening. There's no sort of load of science fiction mumbo jumbo, mm. because people like Star Wars who do not like science fiction. I know people who like Star Wars, yeah, but would not go fiction. near any science no. fiction yeah. because it because of all the. It's one of those films that goes through genres. It's yep. science fiction. It's fantasy. It's fairy tale. is a western element to it. Yeah. There's so much to these films, and I think we'll really will talk about this um, when we when we do our top ten films of all time or whatever. Um, or when we have done, should I say, we've done our top 10 films of all time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think it's it's an amazing film. It's As you say, it's you feel that sort of, and, and, and it's that lived in, because they had to make it on the seat of their pants, with yeah. taking stuff to make the models, yeah. and they looked used. It felt real. The world felt real because science fiction films generally were. Even Star Trek's like this, um, it felt like too clean, too, mm-hmm. too new. Everything looked like it just come out of the box. Yeah,
2: exactly. um, box, yeah, box fresh.
0: Yeah, whereas this looks like everyone looks like they've been it's been used. Mm. Like a car, you know, like a, like, like your car, you know, mm. your, your car that's your car needs a car wash desperately. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you that's what happens. Whereas it never used, to, and that's why this film is amazing. Great characters, well cast. Yeah, and that's probably what, and, and the feelings I got that Christmas, nineteen eighty-two Christmas. I've I've tracked it back to that because the boxes still had the Empire Strikes Back on them. Yeah. Because the Star Wars boxes used to have the name of the film that emerged film, didn't they? Yeah. And still had the Empire Strikes. So Return of the Jedi couldn't have been out yet. So it had to be that 1982 showing. So that Christmas, I got Millennium Falcon, I got Luke Skywalker X Wing fighter pilot outfit, I got Princess Lear, Darth Vader, and a TIE fighter pilot. Wow. And I got them that Christmas. And that was it after that. I was completely and utterly. I got the X-Wing, I think, the next birthday. Yeah. You know. <laughs> um, I mean, you, you had a fair few as well, didn't you? In, in, uh, in the I did. I had the X-Wing
2: fighter. Uh, I had the snow speeder. That was always my favourite, the snow speeder. Yeah, uh, I, I, had, uh, I had the speeder bike yeah. from Jedi where you press the button on the back and it yeah. kind of exploded into pieces.
0: What was funny about that is my mum and dad bought me one and my brother one, so we could do that. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> so we could do it. Brilliant. Do no, you think?
2: Brilliant.
0: But uh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but but obviously you've got it a little bit lower. So, is there any reason why why for that? Um,
2: it's a very good question. I mean, it was. It was hard getting the the top kind of three
0: yeah, or four yes. for
2: this list. It was pretty hard trying to put them in a genuine order rather than just checking. Oh, them. I I did the spend a lot of time st- over the it.
0: The top six is really hard for me. Yeah, I, really mean, I mean,
2: I think New Hope, as you've got it at number one, as opposed to mine, number four. I think it's the fact that like I said before that every franchise or film series needs to have a spark this was obviously the spark and a huge yeah. spark that changed Hollywood. it changed Hollywood it changed everything yeah. merchandising to have films are made all this kind of stuff it's incredible yeah. you know wrote the rule book really yeah
1: um,
2: it, I just think it's the fact that the, the ideas and stuff that he would try to implement in this film he he did better in future stuff
0: yeah. No, no, that's, that's you know, fair yeah. enough because the technology was there as well I suppose. Yeah. Uh, exactly. uh, and you
2: know funny. this was it's weird to think that this is the only Star Wars film really that didn't have that didn't come with a blank check.
1: Yeah, Do you know what I mean. It Every is. other
2: film after this was like right, pff, yeah, here go. What, well, he, yeah, he made Empire with his own money. Yeah, he was so. Yeah, yeah. It was only fo-
0: only Fox only distributed the, the, the future ones. After that, it was he made it from his own money, didn't yeah, he? Yeah,
2: he did, you know. Because he was so disillusioned with, with, with the way he was treated throughout yeah. and Hope that he never wanted to be part of that so called Hollywood
0: system. Yeah. yeah, and he didn't want to direct again because of the stress he was putting Yeah, Yeah, no, no, exactly,
2: yeah. I think it was like three nervous breakdowns he had getting yeah. the finished and stuff like that. But yeah. You know, it, everything had, you know, had a bit more finesse afterwards, yeah, yeah. especially yeah, yeah. Empire Strikes yeah. Back.
0: Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. I mean, Empire Strikes Back is definitely the culmination because you could then argue that after that, it got a little bit to the other way. Yeah, you know, it went too far the other way. But,
2: but again, you know, I, th- I, th- I, I do sometimes think that Jedi was, was a, an almost reaction film to Empire the same yeah, way yeah, yeah. Uh, Rise of Skywalker was a reaction to The Last Jedi. I think, yeah. I think, I think, Empire was probably criticised a bit at the time for being too dark for a yeah. so-called universal because yeah. it was a U film. Yeah, it is. Uh,
1: yeah, you know, yeah. This
2: U film, universal. You know, can be seen by anyone. A bit too yeah. dark for a so-called yeah. kids' movie. And yeah. I think Lucas then reined it back in. You
0: know. Yeah. yeah. Do you do you think that, so, for example, when you showed your son? star wars and i haven't shown my son star wars yet yeah. i want to wait for him to because i was five when i first saw him so i'm sort of thinking yeah. five or six is going to yeah, be the right six, age yeah, um i, I want so. to make sure he wants to watch him that's that's the thing i don't want to be right watching this because i think <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're not allowed out of watching this um i want him to watch him In my mind I used to be, oh, best, you know, you got to start with episode one. That's that's where everybody, that's where it's supposed to start. But I've changed my mind. I think episode four is the best way to, the first time watch of Star Wars. Yeah, I'd agree with it's that. I, it because it introduces, the... yeah, it introduces you to the world. Yes, it introduces you to the world via C-3PO and R2-D2, yeah. the first 20 minutes 25 minutes then Luke takes over from that it sort of takes over from them yeah. introducing you to them. so you see in the world through his eyes he's been introduced to the force etc etc the phantom menace it it doesn't do that because it's it already automatically assumes you know what they're all talking about yeah. jedi yoda the force they, and, and all that type of thing whereas it's like similar with the Harry Potter films. I wouldn't watch the Fantastic Beast films before that. It's ah, got to start with the first Harry Potter film because it takes you through that person's eyes exactly. and it introduces you. It builds the world through first 3 P R and R2-D2, then Luke Skywalker. And I think, you know, Obi-Wan, then he's like, what is the Force? And he's, he's like playing the part of the viewer,
1: Yeah.
0: whereas the others don't do that. Force Awakens maybe does a little bit. Actually, it does do a little bit, mm, but mm. I still think this is the one because this is the one we started with. If you're going to like Star Wars, you've got to start with this one.
2: Yeah, I'd I'd never I'd never recommend anyone just to say, you know, to say someone, yeah, start episode one because they'll watch episode one and they'll probably watch episode two and go, no, this is rubbish.
0: Yeah, (laughs) what on earth is all these people going on about this? I don't don't get it. This is awful. Yeah,
2: I also wouldn't tell them to start at force awakens because i think if, unless you've seen a new hope empire and jedi there's a lot of things in force awakens you wouldn't get nah. I, I think you're right i think you're right start your kid off with um with a new hope um
0: i think i'd go four five six one two three i think i'd have to i think i'd do a release order i think he's probably the best yeah, No, that's fair
2: enough i mean i, I i'm trying to think what Zach's first one would have been I mean the first one he saw in the cinema was force awakens um, and that was about a month or so after it came out it was around yeah, about my yeah. uh, around about my birthday yeah uh, like 20 whatever it was
1: 2016
2: yeah it came out Christmas
1: 2015
2: that was it yeah um, but I think he, he'd seen I think bits and bobs with me before then of the original trilogy um, but yeah yeah yeah. yeah, he's he's all in on Star Wars. He knows yeah. exactly what's going on. He's seen them all with me.
0: Well, people, you know, you, you can't underestimate children. You, you just say, well, this is set before, and they'll accept it. Yeah, they <laughs> just not, know. Like, it's not overly complicated. No, it's no, not like, oh, the... we have to watch everything in order. No, it's hardly um, a
2: labyrinthine plot. It's all right. <laughs> it's okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and also, to be honest, the... If they haven't, if they're not aware of it, and it's very difficult not to be aware of it, with all the other things out there, like the Clone Wars TV series, like people at school or or just talking about it, they're not aware of Darth Vader being Luke's father, it's still the best way to have that twist.
2: Yeah, of course it is. Of course it is. So.
0: Right, let's get on to your number one then. Rogue One is your number one. My number six. Now, mm-hmm. I, I must, I'm i going to say here, my top six was very difficult to do. I do love Rogue One. It's not that I don't. Um, but why do you love Rogue One? Why would you put it as high as number one above the original Star Wars films as well? Because
2: I mean, there's quite a few reasons. Uh, I think it, uh, it very effectively and very smartly Answers legitimate fan questions whilst putting out an incredibly strong story. Yeah, um, I don't just think it's the greatest Star Wars film ever made. I think it's the greatest war movie ever made because wow. se- essentially it is a war movie. Yeah, that yeah. happens yeah. to be set. No, no, it's in the Star Wars universe. I love the fact that the looks whole
0: fantastic. Yeah. Well, it looks...
2: Oh my. Goodness me, it looks amazing. Yeah. Um, I mean, you were saying earlier, well, you were both saying how, how amazing Last Jedi looks. I think Rogue One, for me, is the best looking Star Wars film.
1: Uh, it uh, looks
2: good, unbelievable. Yeah, I yeah. love the fact that the whole two and a half hour running time of this film is based on one almost throwaway line from A New Hope.
1: Yeah.
2: And again, what you were talking about earlier with the stuff you were reading in that Star Wars annual when you're younger and all that imagination, this was always one of the things I used to think about. So yeah. how did, you know, how did Leah get those plans?
1: Yeah.
2: You know, yeah. those plans that you see her putting into, into the, you know, RTD2 at the start of a new hope,
1: Yeah,
2: you know, and sending RTD2 on his way in the escape pod and all that kind of stuff. You know, how, 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 did, how did they get, how did they get those plans from the empire? I always
1: wondered yeah. that. Yeah,
2: and when they said they were making this as the first kind of extended universe film, yeah. well, I was so happy. Yeah, I thought it was a brilliant, a very smart idea. Yeah, and the, and the, and the way they marketed it as essentially a war film, I thought it was very well done. It's for me. Yeah. It's probably it's probably the most adult Star Wars movie made. I think.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is.
2: Um, you know, I love the fact that it's got a. You know, I, th- I love the fact it's got a female lead, and she's a strong yeah. female lead. You know,
1: yeah,
2: Gina, yeah, yeah. so well played. Again, the cast. Yeah. Is,
1: yeah.
2: is amazing. You know,
1: yeah.
2: I love the fact that you know Vader turns up two thirds of the way through. It's it's so well. It's brilliantly done with the music. Um, oh, it's I, amazing
0: cameo. I mean, it just yeah. makes you want hope that. They're going to use Vader. I'm sure they will. But Vader turns up in other um, things, other projects in the future.
2: Yeah, uh, you know the uh, the, digi- the digital likeness. Whilst it kind of got a bit of criticism, I think it's done really well in this film. More no, so, well, pe- I think more, it's done. more so, Peter Cushing. I think, w- yeah. when it, you know. I think that's that's so well done. You know, even with... Yeah, the, I don't have an issue acting, with that. When that I first great. saw
0: it, I was thinking, oh, that's great. That's, yeah, that's really great. good. Really yeah, amazing.
2: you know. Uh, and uh, again, you know, I think we've said this about probably the majority of the films on this countdown, but the, the last 30 minutes of this
0: film... Yes. Yeah. <sighs> It, and also, this was another film that was had reshoots. Yeah, massive reshoots. Massive reshoots. Because well, that trailer has yeah. things in it which doesn't appear in this film. No, it <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, I think a lot of how... the stuff that Gareth Edwards wanted to do with handheld cameras were taken out, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there was also in, in the trailers, there's her running with those, with those files or those across the. Beach with them in her hand, which was never sort of done and yeah. confronting a tyre fighter. Mm-hmm. So there were issues, obviously. I know um, I think it was Tony Gilroy came and did some extra directing. Yeah. So once again, I mean, a lot of these Disney style films has been issues with, haven't there? Mm-hmm. But actually, it turned out all right. It oh, was a it massive out, hit, it made over a billion huge... dollars at the box office worldwide, mm-hmm. was the biggest film of 2016. I mean, the biggest film, I mean, people go, oh, this has been such a bad, you know, Disney have mucked up Star Wars. Let's not forget, 2015, 2016, 2017, every year, the biggest film of that year was a Star Wars film. Yeah, exactly. Um Solo okay that didn't work but it was the same year as um, infinity war <laughs> um 2019 was a unusual year because there were seven films that made over a billion dollars mm. including endgame um which was always going to be the big film of that year um joker was a bit of a surprise and actually i think rise of Skull only came seventh in the worldwide box office mm. But it would have been higher if the pandemic hadn't hit, because it was still in cinemas. So it was just creeping up on Joker. So anyway, that aside, I do No, I agree. I think this is a great film. Um, There's going to be a Cassian Andor TV series. Yeah, That's looking kind of forward to that. Movie. Really looking forward to that. Uh, great, could, great, great, great drive, character. I could literally drive 10 minutes up the road and pass the set of that. Really? i'm <laughs> so cool. filming it. They're filming it in Marlowe. They're filming it in this... Because Parliament Studios isn't far from where I live, but they're filming yeah. it in Marlowe, in, sort of, sort of in this section in the country. So you can drive yeah. down this country road, and apparently there um, It's been in the paper, and everyone thinks it's the Obi-Wan series, but it isn't, because Hugh McGregor said the Obi-Wan series is being filmed in LA. Uh, so I think it's yeah. the Cassian Andor series. Yeah, it must, be. Um, it must so be. I know that's being filmed over here. So, um, so yeah, but... Yeah, I mean, I wasn't overly excited about a casting and series because you know what happens to the character, but we'll see. It might be. good. Yeah. So. I mean, it's kind
2: of the same with this film. With, with like, you know, you you knew how Road Wong was going. Yeah, be. yeah. The fac- Yeah. The fascinating journey, or, that's what fascinated me. how they're going to get there? You know. Yeah. And I, I, it was, I did think it was Jin might survive.
0: So- I did think Gin might survive. I did think Jin Erso might survive. I did have a think that she. You know, yeah, but getting originally. rid of them like a dirty dozen. <laughs>
2: Yeah, originally they did. There was going to be a happier right. ending. Um, I, I loved, I loved that they were killed off. You know. Well, they
0: had to be, really, great, weren't they? They, really. they
2: had to be because. But that whole final sequence with with Vader, um, Vader. Th- those last couple of minutes. Oh, oh my god! It it was too. By that point, watching that in the cinema, it was almost too much for me yeah it was amazing. this assault of the senses in this most incredible way and then you get the whole veda sequence with the with the whole kind of desperation you know with the, yeah. with the door won't open and stuff and the panic and it's oh my yeah.
0: god it's too much it's too much <laughs> well actually uh, I, I think i saw this one in the afternoon i didn't i didn't see it the first showing and i did i think i saw this one twice i think but um I had to go and see it again because a couple decided to bring their toddler in to watch it. <laughs> with Classic. A, with a ball. With a ball. Of course, they brought Honestly, a ball, Chris. This, of course, they brought a ball. Playing with the ball. This is quite a big screen. This screen they have at the Sydney World in Wickham, yeah. and they their ma- their major screen. It's a massive screen. Actually, it's not an IMAX or anything, but it is gigantic. It's a really big auditorium as well. But so there's a b- quite a bit of space down. At, down at the front, playing with a ball. And I'm like, you know, and, and trouble is, all I'm watching is... More full you for going during the day, mate. That's all uh, I'm saying. More full you. <laughs> get a babysitter.
2: <laughs> maybe, the, your maybe, she, maybe she was the babysitter. <laughs> oh,
0: maybe. I tell you. So, it annoyed me. So, I I think I did say, I think I did say something at the end. Because he was mucking about so much, one of them had to, bring, had to take him out. So, um, I can't remember. Uh, but, I, I I preferred it the second time because I could concentrate on it more. Um, but <laughs> so, no, I agree. I uh, that was a that's an side really, but uh, no, I I'm slightly surprised you put it at one. I think for me, I know you like the characters, but, but for me, I think that they, because we don't get loads of time with them it's difficult to, but i mean you have things in here that's so star warsy but then yeah. so different from what we've seen before yeah. but i just i think i think generally i just prefer the skywalker characters and having them go through but yeah. once again a, a lovely a brilliant bridge between the prequel trilogy yeah. Yeah. and the original trilogy really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah yeah
2: yeah it's the best and bridge it, out of all of them
0: yeah, yeah and it doesn't it doesn't make the the leap in special effects between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope so jarring now because we have true. Solo and Rogue One in the yeah, middle, true. which is sort of like a mixture of the two, isn't it? In mm-hmm. terms of how good the mm-hmm. special effects mm-hmm. are, mm-hmm. because these days green screen is used when you don't realise it is.
1: Yeah, not completely. A
0: lot of, it's, um, it's, it's so much. whereas in the prequels you can sort of tell a bit more when it's being used, can't you? But uh, well, it's a, it's a great list. It's a you know, and I think as you said earlier. I think you hit the nail on the head when I hope that people listening to this realise what big fans we are and we haven't been too negative. Obviously there's always plus points and negative points, but I think all eleven of these films they've all got a Yeah, all got a You know, we'll watch it. This. We love them and um, you know, Star Wars is our thing. So we grow up and it yeah. I I love I love there's always Star Wars. You know, I'll watch. I'll watch the animated shows. I've seen the Clone Wars. I've seen um, Rebels. I've seen the Resistance. I think it's the Bad Batch is coming on Disney Plus yeah. in May, yeah. so um, I'll be all there for um, the Book of Boba Fett this Christmas and all that type of thing. Yeah, so,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, as I say, I, I thoroughly enjoyed watching the Rise of Skywalker when I watched it earlier last week. Just, I just needed to make sure because it's the one I have not seen as much, obviously, because it's the mm. most recent, but. right if you'd like just quickly run through Gaz your your top 11 again
2: yeah certainly mate Uh, number 11 Attack of the Clones 10 Phantom Menace 9 Revenge of the Sith 8 Return of the Jedi 7 Rise of Skywalker 6 Solo Uh, 5 The Last Jedi 4 A New Hope 3 The Force Awakens 2 Empire Strikes Back and number 1 All the ones. Rogue One
0: (laughs) Rogue One (laughs) Uh, lovely so mine is 11 Attack of the Clones 10 The Phantom Menace I love the way that you and I are completely agreeing on that 9 Solo <laughs> 9 Solo 8 Revenge of the Sith 7 Rise of Skywalker 6 Rogue One 5 The Force Awakens 4 The Last Jedi 3 Return of the Jedi 2 Empire Strikes Back and number 1 A New Hope um so yeah I hope you've enjoyed it another big podcast but you know with Star Wars it's got to be It's got. To, it's a big one so we've got to spend quite a bit of time on it um Thank you again, Gareth, Gareth, for joining me on Music and Film Saves World podcast. And we'll be back soon. Thank you. Take care, mate. Bye. Bye-bye.